Welcome to Jubal Hub, your helping hand in property management education. We are so thankful that you have joined us. And please remember to follow and like us on your favorite social media outlet, which you can find in our show notes. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Jubal Hub podcast, your helping hand in property management. I am stoked for a variety of reasons for today's show. One, Mark Howell is back. We haven't had him on the show for a while as my awesome, amazing co-host. So Mark, good to see you again. And Cheryl Brown, University of Georgia instructor and FAC faculty ambassador. It has been a couple of years since you have been on the show. So both of you, welcome. Good to see you both. Yes, excited to be here. Me too. I can't believe it's been two years. Yeah. Yeah. Last time you were on, Cheryl, you talked about uh, learning and development, like management platforms, structure. It's still one of the most popular episodes that is searched for on, on our site. So very, very grateful for your insight back then. Today, we are we are talking about what our industry really, really needs. And our industry needs more people. We need more talent. We have a talent shortage. And I know I've had the privilege, Mark and I both watching, being involved with, with what you have been doing with the University of Georgia and advocating for property management careers through what you're doing at that university. So today, for our audience, Cheryl, we are very much looking forward to your high-level overview of if I'm listening to this show and in my local community, there is no, there's nothing, there's nothing like what UGA has, what can I do? So that's really going to be the takeaway for all of our, our, our listeners today. So let me start off by asking you, Cheryl, like what, from that perspective, uh, we've got a passionate listener saying, there's nothing in my high school that talks about it. It's never at job fairs. Our local colleges don't do anything. What would you say to that individual to, to help them get started? What would they do? Well, unfortunately, that is probably what most people that are listening to this are going to be up against. A starting point, I think, with that is to just take some kind of action because there are so many careers at every level in property management. There's something for everybody, I believe, and there is huge opportunity out there. So one of the things that, and I tested this, by the way, is if you are even new to a community and you're like, I have no idea how to get started, which also is probably true with many people, you can just Google get involved in the name of a city. And I tested this out. I now move, move to a place with one streetlight in the town. It works wow. there. Also went to New York City. It works there and it works with most things in between. And then that just opens up all kinds of doors. So once you do that, you look at it and I think you find something that personally connects with you, something you may want to get involved in anyway. And I'll go a little bit into local school systems. Uh, one of the things that, that has changed recently for the good 
is that by the time people get in a program like we have at the University of Georgia, most of my students are seniors and they're at that level and they don't know we have these careers. Mm -hmm. So it's been a, over the years, it has been a struggle to bring awareness younger. That is now a trend of education. So that means that it may be easier to get in these local school systems than it would have been just even a year or two ago. They are looking at programs now in kindergarten. And there wow. are some things like there's a longitudinal study right now that's being done with the world of work, which is called WOW. And they are finding that, and they believe that what they're gonna track is if you make careers, if people don't know about careers, they're never going to find them. So they keep trying to do it younger. With kindergarten students, they're going to start with things that everybody's heard of, doctors, lawyers, teachers, that type thing. But for 13 years, they will be building on that. With mm -hmm. that, that opens up all kinds of doors. So there's also things with STEM programs. And if you, I think another thing, a piece of advice I might give is to look at what STEM is doing. They're getting out messages, there's shortages there and they've made progress. So if we kind of, if you look at what STEM's doing in your area and it looks like it's got some promise, you can connect with that because there are people that are not cut out for STEM. And a lot of people skills are needed in all jobs, but particularly with ours. Yeah. Can, well, let's just pause on that for a second. Just in case our audience doesn't know, can you just give us a, an idea of what STEM is? Does that stand for something? Is that for a certain group? Uh, good point. It is more, it's um, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Got it. So... And those jobs have had shortages for years and um, they continue to try to work with programs and they've had success. Those have increased, there's still struggles with it, just like there is with ours. But I believe that there are probably more people that may be suited for our jobs even than STEM. And I'm a big advocate of STEM, but um, I just think that there's a lot of opportunity there and that that could be something to look at and maybe even work in conjunction with with the school systems. Um, another thing that they're finding is in our program at UGA, for example, we have guest speakers, a lot of guest speakers. That was kind of unheard of when we started that. It is now, if somebody just wants to get involved, is to see if you can be a guest speaker in schools at all levels, not just colleges by any means. I'm talking back at that first grade level, second grade level. I, and sometimes you'll run into things people may not, um, I mean, you just work through it. School systems may have, well, you can't just walk through a school door system these days and get in a classroom. There are security checks, background checks, registrations and all that kind of stuff. Right. But when you ask, there, my experience has been, and I have been able to do that, is I've never been blocked from it. It's just being patient and working through and asking questions about what to do. Another thing that they're finding that resonates with students is, you know, with everything, it's bring memorability. People are bombarded with information, total overload. Where do you start? How do you remember this when you from two seconds ago because you've already been hit with five things in two seconds? 
So where they're saying that is if you can get into these school rooms or when you do is make it as tangible as you can, because that connects with students. So that would be things that may be um, with our careers, you bring some maintenance clothes and you have them dress up or they play around with some tools and you always have to keep safety in mind, of course, but it's bringing tangible things, making games out of things, maybe doing posters or contests, um, that type things where they can touch, feel, experience. There are, of course, internships and externships and the difference there, I think most people know this, but internships are working and this would be at a high school level college level. Internships are working in the position, externships, more job shadowing. There's a need for both. Okay. Uh, and then there's another push, which is huge in school systems with experiential and service learning. Experiential <laughs> learning will bring you a lot into the for-profit sector, which most of our jobs are in property management. So with that, it may be that the industry can go into schools that people that are involved in this can go in and just let people visit their work, you know, where they have this work for a day, do that, just go in and visit and remember uh, what was done with that. You can make videos and send them out. I don't think videos has that personal touch, but it may open the door um, and be something that they can go back on. I do both. And some of the classes that I do these things with, I get to speak first, I produce a video and I send it and then there's follow-up because of the video where it may be forgotten. Um, That's amazing. There are, yeah, right. We have projects that, that can be worked with. Like if you say you're working for a company in property management, you want to get your foot in the door in that community. There's usually a few property management companies around. They may put together some event, some program, some class, some contest, like I'm talking about, and make a big deal out of it and promote it. Mm -hmm. And it can just go all kinds of ways that you wouldn't even remember where you started with it sometimes. That's, that's, yeah, go ahead, Mark. No, I was just agreeing with that. And yeah. I mean, honestly, in my mind, agreeing with so much about what you're saying, uh, especially going back a little bit to making it memorable. I, that's what I remember about my first initial introduction to this industry was how fun this looked. And it wasn't in a school or um, education environment. It was me looking for an apartment and being introduced to someone that made this job seem really fun at the same time making a living. And I had no idea then that there were so many paths or pathways to in this industry. It isn't just about leasing apartments or, you know, fixing things on the property or picking up trash. The, the pathway that is kind of unknown to a lot of people is it's not just one thing. My career has grown for 26 years and it has taken me all over this industry, even into the, the vendor side, the sales side of things, which I thoroughly loved. That opened up so many doors. It, there are so many different ways to get, get people 
attracted to what we do every day. There, there is a lane for all of us, no matter what your skill set is, no matter what your you know desire is. And that's what I find so fascinating about this, that educating them uh, early on, like, hey, let this be an option, makes me very, very happy to hear. Yeah. How important is customer service? It's the lifeblood of any business, even property management. Customer service training can keep your business healthy. Jubo Hub is happy to announce its new online course, Customer Service Fundamentals. Learn more about this course at jubohub.com. Your helping hand in property management education. And I'll, I, I totally agree, Mark. And my, my takeaway, Cheryl, I, I was consuming all that and going back to to our listeners, it's like it's just a matter of taking that first step. You know, there's there's no doubt. I remember when our kids were were young, the the teachers, the the faculty, they always appreciated when parents got involved in any way. They were very very help grateful to have volunteers. So we we know that that's a culture that we have within our school system already. There may be some hoops and things like you mentioned you have to go through and protocols, but the substance is there that there's an opportunity at show and tell. <laughs> here's here's my ma, here's my dad, property manager and or uh, maintenance supervisor, whatever the case may be. And it can be as simple as that to help really get um, our, our local community aware of property management. So... Let's talk about a couple of other things, Cheryl. Like when we were doing our, our our pre-call, you had mentioned in your notes uh, social media. So where does where does that that come into play in creating awareness for property management careers? I think a few ways in in social media you can just play up. Mark had talked about all the fun which by the way, is a theme that I hear from guest speakers in our classroom. I loved property management and always thought it was fun, but I've been surprised at how many people, when they get into the classroom, they talk about how some friend got into the business and they didn't know anything about it. And this person loved their job anyway. So um, I think just showing some of those fun things on social media that are going on, connecting, promoting, mm -hmm. um, that type thing. One of the things I like to write. So I am asked a lot of times to maybe write for like blogs or something like that, but a lot of people out there might be able to do that too. Uh, and people read those kind of things that are driven. You can even ask that if you go out again and you just Google, you'll find people looking for, for writers and authors on things. So I think that's part of, part of it too, sharing information. Uh, you know, we tell our students actually to develop personal websites. From the personal website, they can come across as experts in a field by just writing about things that they know about. And property management, you could spend a lifetime, I think, just writing about opportunities and careers in it and doing nothing else. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that stood out in my mind was um, Fogelman. Justin Marshall came in one day as a guest speaker and he brought, he had two slides only. And, you know, we usually have a lot more than that. Two slides. <laughs> Those slides spoke volumes because he had one of the slides had functions and it had a list of functions. 
every single thing that you could imagine doing. I, I mean, I'm sure that's not literally the case, but basically almost anything you could think of had jobs under it, career paths under it, of where you could go if you enjoyed technology, if you like risk management, if you liked selling, you know, it was that kind of stuff. And then he, the second slide was personalities. So he went through, if you have this kind of personality, these are all the opportunities that there are. And it just kind of in two slides brought a lot of awareness to what all's out there. Just producing that kind of stuff and spreading the word, um, piggybacking on what somebody else has said and just making comments builds up over a period of time. And mm -hmm. as you all know, our industry is very supportive of each other too. You'll have people that look like they're competitors on the surface and they're working together for each other's good. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's, that's good. Very good tips. Yeah. The power of social media, there's, there's so much positive opportunities and that, that may be some things that, I mean, as you were saying, Cheryl, I never really gave thought to it. Like the impact that can, that can have, I've been writing blogs for, I don't know how many years now. And, and it made me think back to those days when I was writing a personal blog and the impact it had on my community, just me sharing my thoughts. So what a great tip that is. So getting involved with the local school levels and then taking it upon oneself to use what you do to share it with your local community using social media and blogging. Uh, in, in general, uh, once these things, okay, so let's just to kind of wrap up this topic, wrap up the show, because we want our audience to be able to walk away with, okay, here's what I can do. I can do that. I, I know the teachers, I know the faculty, I know the administration. Um, I've got a good social network or I can build on that. What would be another, like once that foot is in the door, so to speak, in order for it to be sustainable, anything else that you could share that would help our audience to be successful? Well, I think like everything else, you've got to follow up and I think show appreciation to the people that are letting you be involved. Um, you know, I try to, I remember Debbie Phillips gave me for a part of my stationery cards. And I thought, I don't have time to write all these cards. I write these cards all the time, just personal thank you things and that follow up. And, you know, one thing just leads to another. When, when I was talking about community events, I've seen things where you end up doing something just to help somebody else out. And it turns out it helps you out um, like tabling we recently were involved in financial literacy week. Mm -hmm. We ended up with a table to help people navigate leases and some of that complicated stuff that we're going out maybe to live in an apartment for the first time. It ends up we're passing out cards for jobs in property management. So there's all kinds of opportunities like that. So I would say have some little cards made up and put something on the cards about careers and then it opens up doors for conversations and it's like a domino effect. It just keeps going. Love it. Love it. Yeah. What do you think, Mark? Listen, I, I love all of it. I, and someone, one of you, Michelle, it might've been you or Jonathan, maybe you said this about the community. 
um, we we do take care of each other in this industry. It's not just when we talk about a community managing a community, it's the the asset that we're managing, the apartment community, right? But our industry is a community in itself. No, Cheryl, you had said this. We do take care of each other when we need help looking for new opportunities, or even when I wanted to venture over into the vendor side, I spoke with my friends that had already been there, you know, like, show me the path, tell me, give me some tips, give me some advice. And so I have loved this industry because of that. We are always, we always make ourselves available to help one another and to make sure that there's enough of the pie for us all to, to get a piece of it and to stay successful. And I, I've made a career of 26 years in, in this business and have loved not every minute of it, but most of them. Um, you know, it can be challenging, but it it has been very rewarding. So I do. I love that. If I was going to say to anyone, like reach out to people that my advice is to talk, ask, ask questions, ask questions at if you're I know a lot of communities will go to. Uh, those fair days, um, uh, I, I don't know what it's called at a college where they're looking for someone to come and live on the property, but they should also be encouraging that that interest of join our industry. So many places that I've worked, I know we always tried to go in um, to the colleges and try to recruit them to come be our residents, but why not go ahead and start plugging that that sort of initiative of, look, you know, you might want to really consider a career in this business as well. Um, to me, I, I've been accused of asking really inappropriate questions in my life, but I tell people when they say that, they're like, Mark, you ask way too many questions and really inappropriate questions. And I'm like, but how am I ever going to know anything if, I, if I'm not allowed to ask the questions, right? So it has not stopped me, um, but my my suggestion is just ask, ask people around you, ask for the help, ask for the guidance. We in this industry will lead you to it. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Great, great show, guys, and 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 I want our audience to really appreciate that. This don't look at this as a giant mountain to climb. Just take it one step at a time. One step at a time. One action is better than zero action. So even just that one action, pat yourself on the back that you've done your part to create awareness for our industry because we need it. We need the talent. Our industry is changing. We need young people to be aware of it. So Cheryl, thank you. I mean, we I know you and I, Mark, we could probably talk for two or three hours on, on the level of your commitment to creating awareness use, uh, at uh, University of Georgia. So thank you so much for, for being on the show and just highlighting our key points. Get involved with the local schools. Do what you can to educate your network, whether it's through social blogs and show appreciation. Do those whatever those little things are to help keep that momentum going and in order for you to get called back to, to keep um, the education about our industry growing. So thank you so much. Cheryl, how can people get in touch with you? I'd love it if you would connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, and my name, S-H-E-R-L-E, is a weird spelling. The last name, brown like the color. And my email is Cheryl, S-H-E-R-L-E, dot brown 
at uga.edu. Go dogs. Go dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't resist it. You got it. It's right. Yeah. Live it. That's fantastic. Mark, how, how creative concepts, how can people connect yes. with you, my friend? Absolutely. LinkedIn, Mark Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L. My company name is Howell Creative Concepts, which is spelled a little differently, H-O-W-L. But you can reach me either on my website, howellcreativeconcepts.com or on LinkedIn. I would love to talk more about this. If you have an interest in this industry, please don't hesitate to reach out. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Cheryl. My name is Jonathan Saar, your host of the Juvo Hub podcast. Until next time class dismissed. Take care, everyone. Bye, guys.